Is BB hungry? Uh, is he? No, BB eight. But also, 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 do you know which program Jedi used to open PDF files? What? Adobe One Kenobi. <sighs> Welcome to Taco Bell. <laughs> Where we just talk. Adobe One Kenobi. God, that is. It's great, right? For clarification, so you can understand these voices, I'm Brant. I'm Caden. Cool. Now we got that. Yeah. I actually have a, a friend who listens, and he's like determined that your voice is Christian. Another friend of ours. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, if the jokes weren't any indication, today's theme, Star Wars. That's what we're talking about today. A yes. bunch of topics relating to Star Wars. Are we kind of out of the loop on Star Wars? A little bit. Probably. More than probably, we're definitely out of the loop on it. So the first topic is a news article from the Hollywood Reporter. And various other media sources. Yes. Uh, It's about Disney uh, revealing a trailer for the new Star Wars Hotel. I have not actually watched the trailer, Mm -hmm. not going to be honest. But, I mean, just off the headline alone, costing $6,000 per family is... For two nights, not even a full week. Just two nights for a whole family. But now, what do we describe as a whole family here? Are we talking about, like... I'm going to assume, like, the nuclear family model. You know, where it's, like, a mom, dad, and... Two kids. Two kids. Oh, yeah, family of four. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There we go. A minimum. Oh, it's not even... It's a minimum of $5,999. Well, there is a pricing tier for $4,800. No. Oh, that's for two guests. Just for two. Okay. If, if like you and me wanted to go club at the so the for a solid thousand and a hundred dollars less, you can, <laughs> just me and you can go for two Jesus, nights. Jesus, dude! I don't think I've ever owned that much money at one time. I think I would much rather just stay in the Motel Six next door. <laughs> I mean, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> throw up a hey, but Star hey, Wars poster. You get a standard cabin. Cabin. Okay. Cabin. I don't know what a standard cabin is. It better be really fucking cool like I want to fucking Star well I assume it's, it's going off like a, a starship so like your rooms would be cabins I hope the building is actually built to look like a starship yeah like I said I haven't seen the trailer it says it's an immersive experience so um there's no prices for the upgraded rooms the galaxy chess suite huh two windows instead of one looking out into space Ooh. the grand captain suite which is three space windows um, but probably going to be very expensive if the other prices are not doing anything. Oh, spring of 2022. That's actually not that far off. Yeah, it's. I think Disney's pretty good with their release dates and stuff like that when they usually announce stuff. So. Black Widow came out later. But anyways, it's not Star Wars. Um, but hey, you get food and drinks except for alcohol. Let's see. Let's click this trailer real quick. I, I want to see. <laughs> Okay. The, the bartenders better look like aliens. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, now, there's an alien in the trailer. Hello, Dad. We gotta go save the ship. No. We're gonna save the galaxy. It looks like the rooms are, in fact, Star Wars themed. Okay. I better get robes and lightsabers come with it for that fucking price. Okay. Oh, it looks like a, uh, a Corvette-class starship Star Wars. The trailer was really lackluster. They didn't show a lot of what I'm getting out of it, yeah. other than that it exists. Like it showed a very small snippet of the room, which looks like a looks like a room from Star Trek. Honestly, it honestly it was like <laughs> two bunks. 
<laughs> it looked like a bunk room. It was like literally, all right, boys, we're in the barracks. We're going to war. Yeah. So... I, for the price, I don't know if what I saw of the room is worth it. And, Definitely not. And the windows are supposed to just look out in a space, and they're saying that the higher tiered ones are going to be more windows. But why the fuck do I want to look into a fake space? Like, if it's like an LED TV screen in the wall, sure. I, I, I expect it's one of those where it's like off the wall, so it's like a panoramic view, so you can like look around. Maybe, maybe. Or something, maybe like a bubbled view. Yeah. You know, I've, I've, seen, I've seen some aquariums and stuff like that that have stuff like that. Yeah. Maybe they'll just show different star systems and you can try to guess or Maybe. Something. Maybe there's like a button where you can change planets or something. It, it would be pretty cool if it was an interactive system in which you got to touch the screen and like go to systems. Like, alright, where's the Tatooine system? Yeah, where's the Boston system? Exactly. Yeah. Um, that's cool. Um, oh, it includes uh, activities such as lightsaber training. Bridge crew training and a planet excursion to Batu, which is the Galaxy Edge's park. I I would hope. So I guess it I guess it includes the Galaxy Edge Park Pass. Maybe. And actually says that it, it costs no more than going on a normal cruise. I didn't realize cruises were that pricey. <clears throat> to be honest. I feel like a cruise you get more out of though. Yeah. Well, this one. And it doesn't have a pool. There's no pool. Yeah, because a cruise usually has everything included. Well, this is just a hotel room for the park. Yeah. So. But you get food and drinks. True. And you're also not really going anywhere. I mean, you're going to quote-unquote Batu, Which is the Galaxy Edge Park, which also leads into Disney World in itself. Yeah. But then but, you still have to pay for the park. You have to pay for the park passes, the ticket rides, everything else. Oh, I'm just realizing now that you're now, now on top of your... For your two-night stay on top of your $6,000 fee... You then also have to then pay. Yeah. For the park and everything included in the park. Well, it does say there's an excursion to Batu, so I would only assume that you have a, a you pass. You get like one. But that's only one part. True. But I assume if you're going to the Star Wars hotel, you're going to the Star Wars park. That's your main true, thing. True. Otherwise, so, there's there's plenty think, of other parks at Disney World or like hotels you can stay at that are yeah. cheaper. I think it's pretty much just going to be like snack foods in the park you'd have to buy and then merchandise. Yeah. Because it says you get food and drink in the hotel. Yeah. So depending on how good the food like, and drink is. I've been to Disney World. Kind of flexed. <laughs> I've been to Disney yeah, World when I was... I've never left Texas, brother. Oh, uh, when I was really young. I still remember the perfect... I was the perfect age to go when you're a kid, because you can still remember everything. Okay. So unlike some people who take their, like, two-year-old... So much money for yeah. someone who's never going to remember. And so it was like, it was me and my dad, my stepmom, my actual mom, she tagged along. Oh, okay. My grandma, my okay. grandpa. Okay, damn. And for... Y'all had too many people for the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> Already. Um, so with my dad, stepmom, grandpa, grandma, and me, I think it was like $1,000 for a week. For all for six. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then my mom, was she paid her half too. Oh, okay. It, was, it wasn't included because there's a futon and everything in the bed. and $1,000 for an entire week for, you know, six people. And then we had another, uh, my stepmom's daughter and her kids with us. So okay. they paid their own half, you know? Jeez. So I think that was a better deal. Yeah. I mean, because that for Disney World, you know? Unless, unless, however, now there's only th one thing that I could say would probably actually make that cost worthwhile, other than just staying, just staying in a spaceship. Because if it's just staying in the spaceship, it sucks. Huh. But it says you get lightsaber training. Mm -hmm. Do I get to keep the lightsaber? 
Probably not. You'd probably have to go to the actual lightsaber building shop that they have well, and you can build your own. Oh, this is fair. Unless unless they're unless they say go build a lightsaber, yeah. it's on us because you paid for the fucking yeah. shit. Or if which I hope they would do, but again, there's not many details out. Um, not yet. But it does say like all the staff is kind of like a semi role playing environment. Okay, good. Which would be good for the kids and I guess for the I ultra- guess I guess if it is Disney too. It- I was like, they better be aliens. I guess, you know, they get people dressing up as princesses and the bad guys. It would yeah. make sense that actually they would be. Like, when I stayed at the regular-ass hotel, um, it was cool. There was a... Everything was included in the hotel, like, you know, cheap drinks, like sodas and snacks and all that. Yeah. Which was nice. Room service, uh, you got, like, very minimal stuff that was included, so... Unless you really paid. Yeah. And the park price itself per person, just for, like, general entry to all six parks, like regular Disney parks, was, like... I think $50 per person. For all parks? I think. But that's just free to walk around. Uh, Except for Epcon. And mind you, this was years before they had, you know, all the Star Wars and Marvel shit, so. God, I want to experience it, and I'm an adult, because I, I never have. I would love to go back, because honestly, if you hate Disney, sure. If you don't like the movies, sure. But Disney World is something to experience. Like, it is, it is a thing. Maybe not worth a $6,000 two-night stay in a spaceship yeah. worth it, but... Is it worth the 4800 for two people for two nights? I mean, even going 50-50, you're paying two grand a piece, yeah. and that's only access to Star Wars. And that's two nights. That's... It's like, if I'm going to go on a vacation and spend that level of money, I want a week. Yeah, I would go to the Motel 6, pay 500 mm-hmm. tops, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and then fuck around and all the, and use all the extra money that I have yeah. to fuck around in all the other parks. Because for the price of what you're spending just to stay for two nights in that, that, that space hotel, well, yes, a unique experience you'll never get. But at the same time, all that much more money I can spend on other memorable things like photos, certain photo things. I can buy merchandise I wouldn't be able to afford. Yeah. I mean, again, I'm speaking as a, one of two broke white guys talking in the podcast. Yeah. A lot of people going to Disney World got money true they're over there like dinny that or they they save up for you know this one summer every like five years kind of experience you know yeah but they also can afford to save true (laughs) (laughs) but hopefully they're adults who are have their life together and all that you know most of them well i was gonna say most of them have kids but that's a fucking lie yeah i would go i don't have kids i would i want to go and i don't have kids yeah i mean i also didn't go as a kid true as i said earlier never left texas we'll have to change that one day you, you would think <laughs> 24 years in a life would have left Texas to do something with uh, just Texas I guess I'm very fortunate to be traveled but yeah I, I don't know I don't know if I'm still impressed or not by that uh, the trailer didn't reveal much there's no um, mm-hmm. there's not not even a hot tub no, there's no there's no water and you can't choose to stay more or less uh, if you choose to say more, I assume you have to pay another six thousand. Yeah, twelve no, twelve thousand yeah. dollars for four nights. Nah, uh, again for a family, but that that is catering to the rich Star Wars fan. Yeah. Apparently, guests can visit the place with the wristband, uh, like not oh. to stay, but just I guess to experience a starship cruiser. You know, I want to know how in depth the cruiser actually goes, like. Is the ship going to be a full-size ship? Yeah. Because if it's a full-size ship... I mean, I imagine it would be to house people as, like, a hotel, but are all of the necessary room... Like, will I find an armory? Will yeah. I find the mess hall? Will I assume there's a mess hall because you can add on to sit at the captain's table in a communal table. 
True. So True. I assume there's a mess hall, but is there like you know, like you said, an armory? Uh, but is it going to be like a fully immersive ship? Like, am I going to no. feel like a clone in the Clone Wars going on to why Jedi Star Cruiser? Even though I know it's not Jedi Star Cruiser, right, it's right. a way different ship. But still, yeah. am I going to get that experience if I go? Yeah. And like for six thousand dollars, the ship better have enough information by itself. That I don't even need to go to the park. Yeah, for better, the cost. Better keep me entertained the entire time. Like I should, the park should be a second thing. For let's say for thirty six hours, you know, after you sleep and get all that out of the way, for thirty six hours, I should have my money's worth just staying in the hotel alone. Yeah, yeah. Like let the me food also. Yeah, the food it, it better, better be good. themed. Yeah, like, well, I mean, obviously good, but it, I want a Star Wars theme. I want it, I want my blue milk. <laughs> If, if they say, do you want a cheeseburger or a bacon McDouble, I'm going to be like, hold up. No, wait, no, you got to say that Star Wars term. So I want the Batu meat or do I want like the, the Chakta ribs or something like that, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I'm thinking more of something more exotic. Like I want it to look. Yeah. Like not just a regular a regular American burger. Yeah. I want it to look like some crazy shit. Like, of course, have that, you know, for people who aren't too adventurous, but also have the food to be like completely over the top. Yeah. Well, because I mean, you look at like a, there's... I think in Japan they have cafes. Like they do. Theme cafes. Yeah. And the food that they sell fits the theme. Yeah. So that's what I'm, I'm thinking so, for Star Wars food. I don't know. There's not really much information. And if it's coming out in spring, that means you have only half a year to prepare and save up if you really want to go. Yeah. Which for a certain top percent of America, it's no problem. But for the majority of other people... That, you need a lot more information than just a 30 second trailer that doesn't show you anything yeah before so. I'm gonna drop big dollars on it I will definitely but, be waiting on the YouTube reviews yeah but I mean with with it coming out in spring of 2022 it's almost here like we're already over halfway done with 2021 true so. like we're almost out of summer so it didn't say late or early spring just spring but I mean it's still not far off yeah that, that'll be here sooner than one would think. Yeah. And, like, uh, Galaxy Edge kind of, uh, it came off with a rocky start, you know? Uh, I remember not having very much stuff there when it first came out a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it's it's bustling, you know? But It's bustling. It's <laughs> bustling. It's bustling. Yeah. Also, speaking on that, the lightsabers that you can build are, like, $200. I would spend $200 for a custom lightsaber. Yeah. Sadly, the thing is, though, they're not even... You can't even, like, you know, hit each other with them. They're kind of dainty. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, I don't even really need the, the lightsaber. I, I think it would be cool, just and I don't know hilt. if it is. Yeah, just the hilt. Yeah. It'd be cool if the lightsaber, per, like, blade could be removed. Yeah. Good. Because can, that's probably the dainty part. You can buy, uh, I think, three sizes... So you can buy like a, the Extendo, a regular, and like a mini. Okay. Like a little Tonto blade. blade. Yeah, what Yoda uses. Yeah, like Yoda or like Ahsoka Oscar, sometimes yeah. uses like... So, yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah, because I think, I think it'd be pretty cool if you got your hilt. And you could probably go buy and like custom make your own like PVC pipe foam cover. Oh, I'm blade, sure. And just stick it on yeah. the hilt. I, I imagine the hilts are a bit more sturdy than the actual lightsaber blade. I think... Uh, it's been a while, so keep that with a grain of salt. But I believe they are made out of metal. So if the hilt can take, if the hilt can handle like, like a little clash, a, a little force, yeah, from something attached to it being hit, then I could just go make a custom like blade, and I can play fight with yeah. that. 
I but, imagine now these blades are intended for you to like you know lightly tap stuff you know to get the reactive sounds and all that. Mm-hmm. But see, it makes me wonder where people get those really cool like oh like saber sparring lightsabers. Those are like saber forge and all that, and okay. like kyber forge and all that and stuff. Probably those are probably actually yeah. really expensive. They're not licensed, but it's the same. Like, they're some of the best like recreations and all that. Yeah, and, that you can actually use. Yeah, you can get I, like up to like a six hundred dollar one that like. Is like actual made for like pro fighting and all that. Mm. Yeah, I'd go into armored combat with a fucking lightsaber, <laughs> <laughs> little PVC pipe like whack, whoosh, like bonk. <laughs> it was like ow, and then they hit me with their axe and I die. So yeah. whatever. You know. Yeah. Quirky well, things. So, to cover our next topic here, I recently finished the Clone Wars animated show the CGI one that's right you haven't watched it beforehand have you um I watched like the entire first and second season indirectly when I would visit my dad on weekends and I would he would have them recorded for me until eventually he just stopped because they got hard to find or there would be too many and they had to delete stuff right so I saw like the first couple seasons ish I remember when I went to rewatch it I actually had to skip season one and most of season two because I already knew Right. Like, I would be, I'd get, like, a quarter away in the episode, I'm like, I can't watch this again. This all is exactly how I remember. Yeah. So I'd skip ahead a little bit. And I think it, I lost a little context to some things. Eh. But I just, I just, I wasn't feeling like sitting through mostly familiar episodes <laughs> for two seasons. Yeah. And like, most of the important stuff happens in the third season and afterwards anyways. Yeah. That's when it actually gets, like, canonical and, like, categorized and yeah. all that. I did, however, skip all of the Padme episodes, the droid episodes. I was just, I don't care. Guys, he skipped the R2 arcs. Spoiler warning, Padme's dead. I don't care. <laughs> Which I guess is fair. I guess. But still. Also, Jar Jar Binks' arcs. Uh, yeah, no. Those, there was one arc with him and Mace Windu, which was kind of interesting dynamic. Because Mace Windu is super serious and Jar Jar Binks is like a literal retard. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, uh, it was an interesting arc, but it was like one or two episodes. Other than that, mm-hmm. it didn't matter at all. I just don't think a lot of those excess episodes, like the droid episodes, the Padme episode, most most of the Padme episodes, I don't think they had anything to affect the continuity. Yeah. If you're binge watching, yeah, they have nothing to do with it, and you can skip them all you want. But for filler, they're entertaining enough in their own self. Yeah, I guess. I think it was more just to hit an episode quota. True. Than to actually produce content. Yes. But I think they could have chosen better. Which, I will get onto that episode filler to hit a quota later. Okay. But, for now, yeah, what would you think of it? So, having finished it, it was interesting. I pro- I probably get hated for it, but episode two, uh, Attack of the Clones, is actually my favorite Star Wars movie. <sighs> I'll let you finish. And I'm known for liking things that most people generally dislike, but I liked Attack of the Clones. I thought it was really cool. I like the arena scene. It's one of my favorite scenes. I even use it as inspiration in D&D. Yes, not we almost ago. died. <laughs> um, seeing all the Jedi show up, and then eventually by the end of the episode, seeing all of those clones, and the clones are just so cool looking. Like I remember when I was young, I went to a, star, uh, a figurine shop or a game shop, and I actually bought... There was like a Star Wars tabletop game. I don't remember what it was called, what it was, but it was like you had the figures. And I still have some of the figures. I have I have the two of the monsters from that arena and I bought nice. several clones. Nice. Um, I don't I think I had a Jedi Padawan too. Like the characters had costs, 
like the little figures had cost based yeah. on the character. The better the character, the more expensive the piece was. So it was like, here's the 25 cent bargain bin. And I was like, oh, nice. I'll, I'll pick this guy and this guy. And he this looks guy. cool. And of course, you know, I was just, I was like, I don't know, elementary school? May, no, I was at definitely elementary school. My uncle was like, here, I'll buy you a couple figures, no problem, because he played the game. Oh. I don't know how to play it, and he didn't teach me, but he got me the figures. That's all I wanted, really. That's cool. Being in elementary school, I just wanted to. Right. I was like, like, I watch movie, I want toy. They look pretty. So, Attack of the Clones was always my favorite, so seeing the actual Clone Wars was really cool, and I remember enjoying and watching it when I was younger. Yeah. Um, and so I always liked it. Like I said, as an adult, a lot of these other things bored the shit out of me. Like I said, the Padme arcs, yeah. the R2 arcs. I just didn't care. But seeing how the clones acted was really cool. Seeing how the clones interacted with the Jedi was really cool. Seeing more of the Jedi was really cool. And just seeing more fights in general because... The episode four, five, and six Rebel versus Empire battles were just not as cool as the Clone War battles. Yeah. Like, the Stormtroopers had definitely that same sense of just autonomous mass army that the droid army had, but the droid army looked cooler generally. Yeah. Stormtroopers were just not clones. That's all they were. They were just clones that weren't clones. Yeah. Where the droids were cool, you had the droidicas, which were really cool. Super uh, droids were really... Yeah, a variety. Yeah, there, yeah, and there were just so many different ones, like crab droids. Um, those bodyguards that Grievous always had with them. And just, just a bunch of cool things. Stormtroopers just didn't have that. And then the clone troopers, were just they just felt like so much more characters than most of the rebels. Even yeah. though clone troopers were all the exact same motherfucker. <laughs> they, they had more life to them. Like, they even had different accents, they had different characteristics, different... They even had different looks based on hair dye, tattoos, and... Mm-hmm. I mean, you even go look in uh, in Attack of the Clones. When you see Commander Cody's face, I think, once. Yeah. And... Oh, no, no, that was Revenge of the Sith that it you was. see it. Yeah. And he has a scar down his face, and you're like, damn, he got a scar somehow. I yeah. wonder how the fuck he did that. And you know, also, I will point out, having just rewatched Attack of the Clones, because I, I finished in Clone Wars, I wanted to rewatch the movies, I realized that the troop squad that fucking Anakin rolls in with were blue just yes, like that was squad. that was the 501st legion they were the half of it legion. that was half of it the right. other half went with the Sokotana True. in the final season spoilers uh, yeah there will be spoilers just obviously a little late on that but yeah. there are going to be spoilers so if yeah. you are interested in it stop yeah <laughs> if you don't care then continue that being said Han Solo dies um, Anakin dies uh, Ahsoka dies eventually sometime I don't everyone know. dies yeah such is the circle of life uh, you know Senator Palpatine is like Lord Sidious so. oh my god I can't yeah. believe it <laughs> Obi Wan dies <laughs> no he's immortal <laughs> I like how they inter- incorporated a lot of stuff from the movies into the show though it was really yeah. clever and having just rewatched the movies immediately after finishing the show, I'm realizing how much things I actually yeah. missed in the movies. Like they, in the end of Attack of No, in the end of Revenge of the Sith, Yoda says, "Teach you, I must Obi Wan about immortality." Qui Gon has told me, or yes. whatever the fuck. And I was like, "Son of a bitch!" There was a whole fucking thing about Yoda learning that shit. Yeah. Huh? They did a lot of dancing around and they did a lot of connecting to make the movies make even more sense than they already did. Kind of like how episodes one, two, and three only exist because of the the line I served with your father in the Clone Wars. You fought my father in the Clone Wars? Of course, I was a Jedi Knight. I was like, "Fuck!" Now what is a Jedi Knight? <laughs> it's like, "What's a Jedi Knight? What are the Clone Wars? What is a clone? Like, what? The, Why were clones? Because yeah. and it's funny because they came up with the name Clone Wars, but there weren't clones. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like that one throwaway line sparked probably the biggest Star Wars media. 
I mean, without that line, what is Star Wars? What is a star? What is a war? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but yeah, I, I enjoyed seeing more of the But I really liked it. And that final season they put out on Disney Plus was mm, yeah. Chef's Kiss. It was some of the best Star Wars I have ever seen. Except for the four episodes Here we go. in the middle. <laughs> I gotta say, the, the characters Trace and her sister, fucking lame. Yes, that was... The only part that mattered was probably the very beginning to see that Ahsoka is still around and the very end to see how Ahsoka meets up with Anakin and Obi-Wan. Yeah. That's the only parts that actually kind of mattered. And I gotta say, I feel really bad because Anakin felt really good. Like, he was trying to be such an awesome, badass fucking guy right there at the end. And all of a sudden, boom, evil kills people. And I'm like, hold up, brother. It's been a span of, like, three space days. How? How? I mean, obviously, I know how. Yeah. You know. See, I think... All right, now we're getting into it because you said I, that according to you, I hate Anakin. I say you hate Anakin, but you say that you're just confused. By Anakin him. confuses me as a character because he doesn't make sense. His brain is weird, so at least like, in the multiple ways they portrayed him. You think his switch to the dark side is too sudden? Yeah, yeah. And I feel like they don't touch upon certain aspects of it enough in certain things. And like, I mean, obviously because you have. The movies cover a certain thing, and then the show had to dance around the movie. Yeah. But still exist at the same time. I feel like the show does a good enough justice to show his slow distrust of the Jedi Order and his slow descent into the dark side. I mean, I saw his anger grow for sure because yeah. he was such a compassionate person. But I mean, with like, especially with the movies, you know, you miss out on all that Ahsoka Tano stuff. Yeah. And all through all six movies, Ahsoka Tano just isn't real. Like she's never yeah. mentioned, and she exists. I know she does. Like she never existed in the movies. And then Dave Filoni was like, "You know what? I'm going to make one of the best Star Wars characters ever." Boom, Ahsoka Tano. Yeah. And once again, she exists in the Mandalorian, which takes place after Episode Six. Yeah. And she, her voice is heard in Episode Nine. Yep. Uh, which means she's dead. Which means she's dead. Which is expected. <laughs> she's dead. Could she have died? I think she's confirmed dead. Have died? How could she have learned immortality? Well, I assume she's a, a force ghost by then. Yeah, but only certain people. Only Yoda and Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan even got that because... Well, Anakin got it, too. Well, because Anakin's a bitch. Well, <laughs> I assume throughout some time she learned it. That's fair. She might have learned it from Luke. There's a lot left True. unexplored between her and Luke after episode six. We know they're both alive at the same time. They had a potential to meet, but they didn't. I think the one thing that gets me is that Luke's like, I gotta learn how to be a Jedi. This is so hard. There's no Jedi. She fights with rebels. Yeah. How does... You think one guy would be like, oh yeah, I heard about actually a Jedi back on fucking Felucia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mind you, we neither of us have actually seen the animated Rebels show. Correct. Which I know it uh, features Ahsoka. And Darth Maul. And Darth Maul. I assume he dies in that. He does, actually. He, I don't they know. Show, they show how he dies. Oh, okay. Yeah. About time. Yeah. Fuckers. Like, legitimately fast. Part, episode one to infinity. Yeah. So, it's a toss-up, but back on Anakin, I disagree. Oh, yeah? I feel like it shows his descent perfectly, especially with the uh, Ahsoka leaving the Jedi Council mm -hmm. arc, and that really, I think, sent him over. And uh, with some of the Padme stuff that you probably skipped, uh, kind of Well, I mean, I, I got... The parts that mattered, along with her and that relationship with that other senator, I kind of got that. Like... Yeah. That I kind of figured. Um, I mean, I skipped the episodes, but I did look up recaps of some of the Padme ones. Shit. <laughs> um, it's just like, I don't know, he's so weird and conflicted. 
well, I feel like that's a that goes into his psychosis of himself that he's just overly compassionate, you know, and just one but like one bad thing can just. I think it was just <coughs> him going into the dark side. Just it doesn't make sense to me, and the fact that he stayed with the dark side after the fact. Well. I mean, I yes, like, I know. I know. Technically, Darcy's lied to him a bunch, and just you know, took advantage of a, a guy who was fucked in the head at the time. Yeah. But it was just like in the final season, of Clone Wars, he's being seen as super compassionate, super nice to Ahsoka, and like this great all-around guy. But then, like, not a few days later, in in that world's time, he's this angry, pissed-off guy. I think a lot of it has to do with some of the final scenes in Revenge of the Sith with like uh, Mace Windu and the Jedi Council and all that because he was asked to spy on his one of his greatest friends Senator Palpatine or then Chancellor Palpatine was that after Ahsoka talked to him? yes okay yeah because uh, the entire movie takes place after Ahsoka talks to him okay yeah so I feel like in that span you know, he was asked to spy on one of his greatest so friends. So after he splits up his 501st. Yeah. Okay. He was asked to speak to one of his greatest friends and mentors, um, Chancellor Palpatine, by the Jedi Order, which he already had a major distrust for already because of the Ahsoka stuff and everything else. And I mean, I get the Ahsoka stuff. I mean, yeah. you, you can even tell the Jedi Order themselves is like, fuck. Yeah. Yoda felt really bad about that. Yeah, he knew he, yeah. he, knew he fucked up he, in her. Uh, and I feel like... Uh, once he saw Palpatine kill everybody, and then he actually helped, you know, disarm Mace, I think he felt, and that's when he just broke, you know? It's like, what have I well, done? Well, I remember, yeah, he, he said that after he cut Mace. Yeah. With, Mace he was, he was crying and saying, what but have see, I done? Because it was like, the one thing that gets me is that Palpatine was like, oh, I'm so weak, don't kill me. And then Mace went to do it, and then he disarmed him, and then he kills him. He's like, ah, I'm suddenly powerful, haha, <laughs> JK, I was never a weak old man. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like if I had been in Anakin's shoes, I would have been like, fuck. Fuck you. I fucked up. Well, no, he did know he fucked up. Oh, yeah. But I think I would have saw him do that and then tried to kill him. Yeah. But I think at, at that point, Anakin But I knew, knew he needed him for yeah. Padme. I think at that point, he knew that he was just fucked up. He fucked up. He can't fix that. He has another option but to employ Palpatine and to be employed under Palpatine. But see, the thing he wanted through Palpatine was to save Padme. And exactly. then Palpatine lies and tells him, you killed Padme. But with how strong that guy was in the Force, he should have easily been able to know that he didn't kill her. Well, here's the thing. It's explained that Palpatine actually killed her. Yeah. Because he choked her pretty hard and she was, you know, going into labor and all that and stuff. So she was already weak and... Because he was, you know, near death, Palpatine used the Force to suck the life out of Padme and put it into Anakin. Um, That's why the robot says she's perfectly healthy. We don't know what's happening. Well, because they had said she lost a will to live. I thought she has. I thought maybe she's just because her her hubby was leaving. Well, at one point it was because one she lost a little to give because she saw her husband fucking murder kids, and two, Palpatine was draining the life force out of her and putting it into Anakin. I actually read a thing. That said that Palpatine actually um, had injected a shit ton of the Force into her. I can't remember the context. I think it was on a Reddit. But they were like, he took the Force and like he needed a so he needed something. I'm trying to remember the context of what the, the post had said. Because I was looking up why Padme died. 
because I was curious. I just when I'd watched that, I was like, why? How the fuck? What killed her? So I was looking it up, and I didn't see that thing you just said, but I had seen a thing that said that they had actually put that he had focused the force on her, huh. and that ended up causing her to die, but also further enhancing the kids. Maybe. Again, it. Yeah. It was kind of convoluted, and I didn't understand exactly what I was reading. I think part of it might have been him, you know, just sucking the life out of her. Um, but yeah, and so then him telling him that he killed her that just breaks Anakin even more. Yeah, but I still feel like he's strong enough in the Force <clears throat> eventually to have realized that that's not what happened. I think eventually he does because he still blames himself, though. You know, true. So I mean, he did kind of screw everyone over, but I would have stopped working <clears throat> for him. I don't know. That's that's my thing. Well, the thing is, he fucked up. He's irredeemable, basically. So yeah, but I mean, why not just work with the strongest guy? But here's the thing, though: his one objective in life was to save Padme. Palpatine promised to save Padme, but then, if you're strong enough in the Force to have eventually learned, because I imagine he would have. There's no way that he didn't. Oh yeah, I imagine eventually he probably would have. Because that's years late. Fourteen years later, I think is yeah. when four takes place. Episode four. And you know he's had to have some calmness, some degree of less anger to have 20. looked into it. Twenty years. Yeah. If he looks into it and sees like, hey, you killed her, you son of a bitch. You said you can help me save her. Yeah. You think he would have like turned on him? Yes, he's the strongest, but he lied, went against his word, and then killed the whole reason True. you even went to the dark side to begin with. Well, also I think it's because he knew he was weakened against Palpatine because Palpatine eventually like actually put in precautions in Vader's suit oh really to make it very susceptible to force lightning oh what a son bitch yeah so he could easily control Anakin in case he turned oh because you know, I didn't whole, know that the whole rule of two is that eventually the master dies and the apprentice becomes master and gets a new you know apprentice see that makes me wonder where the fuck like Snoke comes in Who, where? how do they get another master if well Snoke is just a clone that Palpatine made didn't you watch the movies? I did. I don't. I know. I know. Never I watched them once in the theater. Nine was so bad. <laughs> I just, I didn't. Eight, pay nine that. was so bad. I didn't pay that close attention, to be honest. Yeah, Snoke was just a puppet controlled to the Force by Palpatine. He was just an empty clone. And yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. So, I think it's kind of justified why he stayed with Palpatine for so long. I guess, but like, there's just so many aspects of him as a character that I feel like are just absolutely flawed now I will say that scene of him walking on the stormtrooper gra- I mean the clone trooper graveyard at the end of the final season of Clone Wars was fucking beautiful yeah it was like I mean even the part when Ahsoka Tano and Captain Rex were standing in front of it was like animation like cinematography like a massive yeah just, it was like, just that hit hard in the, the field yeah but like at the same time I don't know I think that also further broke Vader because he's like my Padawan is dead. But see, there's no no he he knew, he knew he probably knew he knew he knew she wasn't but. dead. There's no way because who who would bury clone troopers like that? True. Like you you pull up to a crashed starship and you see a graveyard like literally sticks with helmets on it. Someone did that. Someone survived. Actually, I think that's why he picks up her lightsabers and looks up. I think he keeps them. He does. Makes me wonder where the fuck those things are. Well, probably just lost somewhere. I don't know. Damn, that's sad. Because that like, would have been cool to make. I really enjoyed like when he looked up, you could see like his eyes. Yeah. Slow, it's like blue for a second, for a very short second. Oh, it was such a good scene. Yeah. That was probably the highlight of that entire show. Yeah. That the the Rey sisters. Uh, fuck the fuck, man. The first part of it, introducing the Bad Batch, really cool, really funny, really fun. 
The Bad Batch is such a good concept. Yeah. Speaking of the Bad Batch, however... Let's get into it. No spoilers past episode 8, though, please. <laughs> yes, 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 of course. So, we're now going to talk about the Bad Batch. So, spoiler warning for ep- of content, I believe, roughly up to episode 8. Yeah. We're going to try to not go past that point. Bad Batch is a CGI animated show, just like The Clone Wars, it's... following the group introduced, known as the Bad Batch, in the yeah. first third of season final seven. season of yeah. Clone Wars. Um, they're just a bunch of fucky-wucky clones. <laughs> Which um, makes them immune to Order 66. Mostly. Mostly. Again, just for warning, if you're not watching it and you want to watch it, spoiler warning. Spoilers. So you stop. Complete spoilers. After that being said, Crosshair, completely affected by Order 66. And Dude, just... the hype. I actually like Crosshair. I think he was probably one of my favorite characters. Yeah. When I watched it, and he was one of the characters I was the most interested in when they were advertising it, because I, I had seen the advertisements for Bad Batch before I had seen the final season of Clone Wars, yeah. and he was like one of the characters I was the most interested in. And they were advertising like, "Oh, here's the party! Boom, Wrecker, Hunter, Echo, Crosshair, Tech. Tech," and I'm like, "Yeah, badass! Fuck yeah, let's go!" Crosshair's gone. No, here's this new kid called Omega, Omega. and I'm like. Now, here's my thing. Omega is the worst part of Bad Batch. Yes. This is my opinion. Go ahead. She is the worst part. The chi- I feel like the only reason they've included this useless Australian accent-ass fucking character... It's actually a heavy New Zealand accent. Don't care. It's all the same. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but the Kiwis! I have Kiwis in my fridge. Okay. The only reason I feel like they included her is because they did super good with the child in The Mandalorian. And they said, let's keep going with this kid theme. Yeah. And they put her. But she's so annoying. I think they need they needed an item to protect. They, need, they needed a drive to protect and secure. But I would have much preferred them seeing it. Because they're just portrayed as this badass soldier squad that never fails with their unorthodox methods and missions. Yeah. I wanted to, That's what I wanted to see. They don't do that. Yeah, it's a lot of just fetch quests, bounty hunting, and stuff. It's literally, like, it kind of reminds me of, like, the first two seasons of Clone Wars, where yeah. it's just a bunch of random episodes that are loosely strung together through and this one person. This is what's making me think, call back to the episode quota stuff from, like, you know, the fillers in Clone Wars. I think Disney told Dave Filoni that he needs a set episode quota, but the story that he wants does not suit that many episodes it's shorter so he has all these fetch quests and all this Omega sideline stuff to fill in for the actual show see I'm waiting for the point in which Omega becomes relevant because yeah. now I they're they're trying to I can see certain aspects of the show where they're trying to make her an important character and they're she's, developing her sure she's becoming slightly better every episode she's becoming a little more useful but still is annoying to me I, I just think, I can't I don't like her I think they're trying to pull off another Ahsoka where she was massively annoying when she first came out and then became this god-tier character. But I liked Ahsoka even when she came out, though. Yeah. That's so, the thing. Ahsoka was still cool when she came out. Omega is not. I just want to know... Omega's so not even talented. <clears throat> I just want to know what's so special about her. As soon as that's revealed, I might like her more. Yeah. Like, maybe if she's Force-sensitive or maybe she's, you know, some highly alternated clone or something like that, maybe. But obviously, we know that they, they don't produce clones anymore, so whatever's going to happen, it fails. Uh, there's no female clones uh, ever afterwards, so we know that. Well, that we know of. That we know of, but still. I mean, again, this show is having to jump around what exists already in yeah. the canon movie, so, so 
obviously the movies aren't going to show these things but you know yeah but one point still stands like I feel like it takes a part of the dynamic of that group and just ruins it for me it kind of lowers it because they used to have like no cares get the mission done kind of thing now they're like oh we have to protect this kid before we can do anything else but I see I feel like they could have done even a better plot arc of if just hey we care now about like we just saw the clone troopers murder a Jedi and attempt to murder her Padawan yeah we could do better we don't need to serve this yeah. like which they kind of hint when they meet Rex they're like oh obviously that's wrong but we don't know what we, where we stand in all this what we want to do because of Omega, that's the reason. Yeah. If it wasn't for Omega, they would gladly be fighting the Empire. Oh, I'm sure they would have just uh, hopped off and joined Rex whenever, you know? Yeah. I guess, obviously, they also want to help Crosshair, eventually. I mean, you could have just had a whole plot line of Crosshair chasing them constantly. Yeah, you could have had a whole plot line. And you could have left Omega just... out, and I would have still been okay with the story. Yeah. So, I don't know. I like it so far. It's enjoyable to watch. Oh, I mean, I like it, too. The character, oh, yeah. the character's amazing. I like Hunter a lot. Yeah. Um... I, like, I, I don't like, care too much about his father aspect, because yeah. it's definitely not. I I enjoy Wrecker and Omega's interactions. That's, They're amusing, but I also still... I mean, because he, he was the comedy relief. I do enjoy seeing Echo back. That's nice. I honestly, when I saw the ads for Echo in when they revealed Bad Batch, and I went to go rewatch um, Clone Wars, I actually didn't even realize who that was. Uh, Echo was one of my favorite um, Domino Squad troopers and when he died i was kind of like oh no echo yeah i didn't realize that was echo until they went and saved echo and i think the final season <laughs> and i was like oh that did happen fucking did it yeah, so i was like oh that's really cool that's some body horror shit but that's pretty cool yeah yeah that jedi in that part on clone wars was actually pretty cool too yeah but um but no they they actually and i think you watched it but they bring that trace character back and her sister uh, which is how they bring back Rex. Yeah, yeah. God, so, I still hate those characters. I don't know why those, they're relevant. That was the only die. relevant part they ever had in this series, and this entire Star Wars, is just getting the Bad Batch to be able to be contacted by Rex. That's it. All those characters do is get people relevant back into main storyline. Yeah, they either get them fucked up and ruin their mission, or something else. Or they put Ahsoka back to Anakin. Yeah. But, oh, just, they're so annoying. I don't like them. They just feel really forceful of some some trope. Uh -huh. They had more of an importance in that one 20-minute episode than they did in the rest of the stuff. But that's about it. They're just so annoying. I could yeah. care less. I mean, Omega, them. Even Rex's role, briefly, wasn't my favorite thing. I hope they bring him back more later. It was pretty lackluster, but at the same time, uh, it's such as Rex. You know, he's not yeah. he's not some grandiose hero. Well, I guess, again, it comes to my point of, when I see the Bad Batch, I expect this, like, this gritty soldier show. But yeah. I guess they're still heavy tailoring it for kids and trying to put these messages in it. And I, I just don't care about that. I do... Because like they, when they first advertised it, they said it, this is a show to explore Order sixty six and its effects on the galaxy, and the show why the Empire is so bad. But so far, we've just gotten very little snippets. Like, oh, the Empire is enslaving people, or oh, they're they're, for, they're you know they're chain coding everyone. Yeah, oh, they're forcing this certain thing, but the that's all we get. The we primary plot is a focus around Omega, this yeah. character who I don't see any relevance behind. Like, she doesn't come out of the gate with any actual talents. No, not at all. She's having to learn skills. Like, with the rest of them, you knew what their talents were. Rekka was strong. I guess she's... I would say smart, I guess. 
I mean, she has a degree of intelligence and a tactical wit. I feel like she's more knowledgeable about clones because she lived on Kamino, but she's not really adding anything. Well, I remember the Kaminoans said that she had a purpose, like the rest of them do, and they were teaching her to be a medical assistant, so I have to figure, maybe she's going to have some medical knowledge, but she doesn't. So then I was like, okay, well then she starts knowing things about ships, and like little, little trivial things, but Tech already does that. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well she doesn't need to do that. So Between just, Tech and Echo, they got it covered. Yeah, so... That's a, not a useful talent. She's not good at any kind of combat. She's not physically strong, yeah. accurate, or... Even even Fives was more, you know, just a normal-ass clone Fives was more, you know, commendable and expert expertise. He had, and, he had more relevance and skills yeah. than she does. Like, and I feel like all the clones know how to do a ship. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad that Bad Bat shows what happens after Order 66, but I feel like what they're going for is they're just building up this character Echo to make some relevant... I mean, not Echo... Omega. Omega up to make something relevant out of her that's going to be used in later movies and shows. Is this a limited series or is this like an ongoing? I don't know. Let me see. Yeah, because I, I don't know. If, if it's going to have multiple seasons and if it's going to stick to this heavy around Omega thing, I kind of hope it's a limited. I hope it ends after the season because I don't... If it's a if it's a two-seasoner, I hope the next season deals with like the actual afterfall of the Empire and them helping Rebels. I would I would like for them to explore what happens to Rex and Ahsoka afterwards. Um, it's basically what I'm seeing. Um, mm-hmm. That like some people said, there's rumors of a second season, but there's no confirmation. Especially since it's not over, we'll yeah. probably know for sure when it finishes. Um, Whoa. There, Chief Arena, there we go. And there might be like a little snippet at the end, like, oh, Bad Batch will be back in season two or something like mm-hmm. that. So I wonder how many episodes it's slated to have. Oh. So there's only 14 now. Um, I see some YouTube stuff, like people are talking about episode 14 more than other episodes. It will consist of 16 episodes. Okay, so maybe 14 is where it starts to really ramp up. Actually, from where it is in the plot, it won't say anything, but I could see that. I feel like it's where we're currently at. Stop being a fetch quest. Okay, that's good. It introduces a character that's weird, and I don't know if they're going to have a remaining importance. It does introduce an interesting prospect that happens later in the four, five, and six episodes. Okay. And it does put a stake on things. Okay. I still think Omega's character is whiny in it, and I feel like I can see her relevance only in this one specific aspect. But at the same time, I think the only reason that initial conflict even happened, actually, was because she convinced them to do it. Uh, I, I feel like she's going to be the, the quote-unquote heart of the group. you know. But she's a child, so that's what you kind of expect them to have that child like innocence and like let's go do the right thing guys kind of thing which I can understand I just hope they really work on her character in the last few episodes yeah but other than other way I mean our critiques are very critical it's still a good show yeah I'm, I'm not saying like I don't like it I'm, I'm enjoying watching it I just there are aspects I wish were better yeah. and aspects like Omega I wish didn't exist much. it's still a Dave Filoni Star Wars thing so it's obviously going to be good but it can be better yeah. So maybe he's just building up. Maybe he knows she's annoying. Maybe like he's... if Bad Batch started like the final season, 
the first third and the th- last third, boom, you yeah. have a bad show. Like I, that's what I wish that this whole show was, but it's so not. Maybe the last three episodes will be like really like wow. Because know? the first actually, I will I will not deny the first three to four I think episodes of Bad Batch were actually really good like yeah. seeing them fight with that uh, Jedi who I actually saw on the Jedi Council in fucking one of the movies I didn't yeah. realize she was there I saw her in the movie for like a they show a snippet of her with her little balls in her head and I was like I know her I've seen her she's I can't, dead her Padawan I can't remember who her Padawan is uh, Caleb oh it is Caleb but he changes his name for Rebels that's because right. he's in there that's right but yeah. that was a really tough scene yeah. um, just because I remember even watching in Clone Wars and then seeing I mean even in even in Revenge of the Sith watching like Alea Sakura her scene was just she was walking and they, all of a sudden they just stand behind her and she turns and they just start blasting her she didn't even have a chance to pull do you know the lore behind that? no so Alea Sakura despite what many people think because people when they saw that they're like oh she must have been a horrible person they hated her no apparently she was a really good general and they loved her to death like they would protect her at all costs Alea Sakura is one, literally I think my favorite Jedi yeah and so the reason they all shot her like that was because we were silent, but we were crying under our helmets. Oof. Yeah. Where did you hear that at? I think it's in like some lore snippet on Wikipedia. Okay. And it's like because uh, they wanted to get over with as fast as they could. Because they had to obey the order. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Because like, the thing with Order 66, it's against their will. And like Wrecker said, he, could, he tried to fight it, but he couldn't. See, but some, some characters don't even... True. Like, Rex had, like, no recognition. He was just trying to kill. True. Well, his guns were shaking. True. I guess that's true. So. But, oh, that was rough. I mean, even the part... I can't remember his name. He's the guy with the really long head. They were fighting on a bridge, and he was like, come on! And then they all stopped. Oh, turned, yeah, yeah, him. And I can't remember his name, but he turns around and is like, what? And then just immediately has to start defending himself. Which I think is crazy, because I imagine... Because the scene was funny only in the aspect that the droids stopped shooting yeah. <laughs> so that the clones could kill him uh, and I thought that was amusing but that was tough and then as it turned out there was a lot of like initial speculation especially with the legend stuff that uh, Shakti had actually survived but Bad Batch confirms she died yeah which is sad because Shakti was my second favorite time. I really hate how Plo Koon died yeah, when he got shot out of the sky. He was one of my favorites. Um, True. I mean, he had, a, he, had a, he had a really good, you know, bond with his clones. And so it was really sad seeing him go just like that. Just shot like out of the sky. Yeah. The ship. I think there were some other ones. I want to know who how, who killed the snake Jedi. Right. <laughs> who killed that crazy looking motherfucker? Speaking of killing Jedis, my favorite Jedi death was probably uh, Craig's. The four, the four-armed bastard who, like, treated the clones like oh, shit. Oh, General Krell? Krell, Krell. Like, listen to me, CT5555. Yeah. But was he a Jedi, though? Not the end. <laughs> no, he was definitely a Sith. Yeah. But or a Sith adjacent. Yeah. Because, uh... God, he was such a bitch. But, yeah. I don't think I've cheered more for a Jedi death than when he died. Facts. Yeah. But, yeah. Things, things like that in the beginning was what made Bad Batch really good. Yeah. And then this entire middle part has been fucking god-awful. It's just a fetch quest. It's it's literally just... It, yeah, it's literally like you, you do the main storyline, and to continue the main storyline of your game, you now have to do all these useless side missions. Which, again, I feel like it's, you know, an episode quota that he has to fill. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it'd be a seven-part series. Yeah. 
Which I would much more prefer. Yeah, but again, Disney is Disney, and they want money. See, so. like, even even that barkeep who they have to report to, I don't give a shit about her. Yeah. I love her not, voice. Yeah. Her voice and those two randos that are in the bar all the time amuse me, yes. But she's not relevant to any other Star Wars media. She's not a known figure. She's nothing. Yeah. So. I think the only... Apparently, she was used before by uh, Anakin, probably. I if think e- if Echo knows her, Anakin probably used yeah. her. But I mean, past that, yeah, she's so irrelevant. Like I don't care about her, and like they even have, it, they it have been, episodes building her up too. It would have been cool to see Maz from uh, episodes seven, eight, and nine. You know, the uh, bug-eyed lady. Oh yeah, yeah. Gives or or even even the even Obi Wan's uh, contact in part one, two, and three. Yeah, the uh, Krell species. Yeah, yeah. I like that guy. That guy amused me. Yeah, it would have been cool to see. Like to connect Maz into it would have been way better. Mm-hmm. Like before she had like a Maz Katina and all that, you know, because she had four, she had sixty yeah. years to get to that point. Yeah. From that, so I don't know, man. There's just it's just some of these aspects I just could care less about. Yeah. Like they even I don't remember if that's an episode that you have seen yet, so I won't say it. But it's just there's just some aspects of it that aren't super great, and like I think with episode. 13 is what the last one I watched. It's either 12 or 13. They started veering away from that and actually going into a relevant plot line. Okay. That um, Rex initiates. Okay, cool. So, yeah, I don't really... I don't know. Because I was watching some of the episodes last night and I was like, man, they're really having a lot of filler. And I was like, wait, Disney Plus is a subscription based on month. And with like 14 episodes out, and that's 14 weeks. That's like three months worth of, you know, seven ninety nine from thousands millions of customers who wanted to watch this mm-hmm. so I'm like so they're obviously dragging it out yeah so. yeah so but yeah it's just I don't know I'm hoping that these last couple of episodes because if 14 just came out I need to watch 14 I actually didn't just kind of came out last week I need to watch it and then 15 is about to come out and then next week 16 comes out yeah. so I need to watch those and I'm hoping these are good because there's some high stakes right now yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I already know it's going to probably go for the best. I don't see any bad things happening. I mean, you don't hear of the Bad Batch anymore in any later media, so... But then again, you never heard about, you know, the clones or Rex or anything like that. Well, you also never hear of the Bad Batch until the first part of the final season. So, I don't know. It looks promising, though. I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited for all the other Disney Star Wars shows to come out. You know, they have so many plans. True. I'm I'm really looking forward personally to the Obi Wan show. Definitely. The Book of Boba Fett. Definitely. Which is just finished filming. Badass. And I don't know how I'm going to feel about further Mandalorian because I don't know exactly what the fuck he's doing now. Yeah, I would like now to... that the child's because that was his entire premise was walking with the child and it changed him as a character. Yeah. But now what the fuck is he doing? Maybe we'll see the rise of the First Order. The First Order. I don't think I remember. The Empire for the trilo- the sequels. Uh, oh, yeah, because this takes place between it takes six it, and and uh, seven. I think it's six years after six. So okay. maybe you can start to see the underworkings of a rebellion. True, because the Empire was still kind of half-assed there. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, that would make sense. Maybe we'll see like a, a rebellion, but from the Empire this time. Or maybe we'll actually get to see like just a bounty hunter doing his badass shit. I mean, I wouldn't even mind seeing more Mandalore. True. Because Mandal like Mandalorian battle stuff was something that Actually, always interested that's me. That's a whole arc he has to go to. He's the Mandalore now because he has the dark saber. Yeah, 
Oh yeah. So maybe he'll he'll go to Mandalore and. Uh, I will say it when they re- it. when they revealed his face, I was really disappointed. <laughs> I was hoping I was gonna go the whole entire show without ever seeing that guy's face, and then they showed it, and I was like, no. Even though I and I knew what Pedro Pascal looked like, anyways. I never even looked up who it was. But yeah. I didn't I, I, had, I had evaded on uh, it. But I was watching it with some friends, and they looked it up and showed me, and I was like, why did you do that? But, yeah. All right, well. That's, that's pretty much all we're going to talk about Star Wars today. Um, before yeah. we continue rambling about how cool Jedi were before they got <laughs> fucking murdered, and now there's no cool Jedi anymore. Yeah. So, a new episode will come out next week. Um, Unless Caden decides to be you. Hey, look, I was busy, man. <laughs> I was busy. <laughs> but yeah, so we'll, we should have another one out next week. Um, but yeah, that's going to be it for, for this one. Yeah. Star Wars-themed extravaganza. Mm. Where we just shit-talk Star Wars properties. <laughs> in, in some cases, literally property in the form of a spaceship that yeah. you can live in. I don't know how I feel about that still. But anyways, guys, that'll be it. Um, thank you all for listening. And uh, may the Force be with you. <laughs> I have a bad feeling about that.